On today's news episode, we discuss what we know about the new nighttime shows debuting this year, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party dates and pricing, and the rumor about extra magic hours changing at Magic Kingdom. All of these stories and more on episode 184 of the Capture the Magic podcast. This episode is brought to you by Capture the Magic Vacations. For all of your Disney World and Universal Studios vacation planning, head on over to CaptureTheMagicVacations.com backslash magic. They take care of everything from hotel bookings and park tickets to fast pass planning and dining reservations. There is no charge to you for using their services, so be sure to request a quote with promo code CTMP to receive a free gift with your vacation booking. They're also currently looking for travel agents with experience and those with a passion for Disney. You can go to CaptureTheMagicVacations.com backslash magic and complete a join our team request. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the news show today. My name is Jamie Lee, and I am joined by my husband, Mr. Jared Rodney Lee. Is that right? Rodney? Are you are you trying to venture a guess at, of what my middle name is that you know? No. That's silly. Why would I do that? <laughs> Hi, Jared. I feel like you're mocking Diz Dudes in some way, but uh, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> um, I'm good, kind of. I have a touch of the sniffles from allergies. Allergy season's always fun for you. It has started, and I noticed this morning, looked out the window, and I, we have a huge oak tree in the back, and it's starting to bloom. And it's it's big, and I and oak trees is like that's what triggers me. So I've been waking up with just, and I can tell my voice is a little bit raspier. You sound a little lounge. I do, I do. So I apologize if I can't, I can, I can't speak. You know, if I can't speak clearly, and I can't even breathe like half the time anyway. So this will be interesting. <laughs> well, hopefully Florida will be a relief from the allergies. We'll see. But. I hope so. I'm not really allergic to like the weeds and the the grass as much. It's mostly the trees. So yeah, we'll see. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. That's okay. It's just I had like a little. I woke year. up a couple of days ago and had like for ten minutes I could feel something because I could tell yeah. something's up, but then it just went away. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's not fun. It's not fun. I did take stuff, but you know, it still creeps up on me. But yeah. Um well we actually we finally saw Captain Marvel we did. last weekend. Yeah. And um I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Seeing as I didn't really know much about Captain Marvel in the first place. Um I thought it was a fairly well done movie and and one that um I don't think I needed to see it in order to watch Avengers Endgame. But I'm glad I I'm glad I saw it. Yeah, it's not required. I mean, you could see in game, and I'm sure in in game they're going to have a little bit of an explainer. They'll have something about who she is and what she does really quickly when she shows up because they do that in movies. But um, yeah. no, I mean it was you know it was a middle of the road Marvel movie. It was good, not great. It wasn't the worst one they've ever done. wasn't the best one they've ever done. So you know it was entertaining. It was entertaining. I mean yep. the the '90s stuff in it was kind of fun dad in there and, and everything like that but. that was fun all the 90s references the music that was yeah. pretty cool <laughs> i mean the only thing i will say is that it, it, at times 
I kind of laughed a little bit because you know Brie Larson plays the character were kind of flat, uh, which yeah, which works yeah. some of the time when she doesn't have any memories or she's like an alien off world, which that actually works if you're you know you're from another planet and you're way smarter and you're you feel like you're dumbing down what you're doing to these people. But parts where I forget what the part exactly, but it was like he was telling her she needs to control her emotions. I'm like I don't really think that she's having like any control. problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really feel like she's out of control or anything <laughs> here, but no, I mean, it was, it was fine. Uh, you know, yeah. I will say the way that they had Fury lose his eye was kind of lame. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So he always wears a patch in the later movies or in the movies we've seen before in a later time period. But this one is apparently when he loses his eye and it doesn't it's really not, not like it was in, in the source material, but you know right. it's fine. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was good. So, well, let's get to the news in a second because we got a lot to talk about. But before we do that, we want to remind you to check out some of our other shows on this feed and other feeds. We've got Diz Dudes every Wednesday with Jeremy and Jared. They do a live stream in Club Thirty Two on Mondays, so you can catch that if you're a Club Thirty Two member. And uh, that's at 5 p.m. Uh, Central Time. And we also have Mainstream Magic. That's on their own feed. That's Jeremy and Rhonda every Tuesdays and Fridays. And on this feed as well, we have Trip Tales once a month and CTM of the Movies once a month. And we're getting ready to do some more CTM of the Movies for you guys. So so uh, look out for those. And don't, sub- don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review because it does help us grow the show. All right. You ready to get to the news? Let's get to it. I don't know why I ask you. I don't know why I ask you. I think that's why I'm here. I think. (laughs) Um, The first thing we're going to say is we're going to, um, we talked about this, I think it was last week, and now it's changed. If you want to go ahead and just blanket statement, what does it say? Uh, The Galactic Gathering, the DVC event uh, that was honoring Star Wars, has been canceled. That was the one that is that was that Epcot. Was yeah, Epcot? that was the one that it sounded weird from the beginning to do a Star Wars event for DVC members only in the World Showcase. Yeah, it was just very odd, and it was very expensive. Like if I remember correctly, two hundred twenty-five yeah. bucks. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming little to no tickets were sold, and they just right. basically said, no, "Okay, never mind." Yeah, it makes sense. But so anyway, it, that that's not available anymore. More so, just you know, cross it off your list. Yes. Um, okay, so let's get to some more other legit stories. We've got one about... That one wasn't legit? It is legit, but this one is a little more involved. Was it fake news? It wasn't fake. No, oh, it wasn't okay. fake news. Uh, this one's about the Christmas party. Uh, yeah, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party for 2019 dates have been announced. And surprisingly, you can get tickets now, too. You can give Disney money and they will take it. Um, it says, although it's not even Easter, it is time to start thinking about the holidays as tickets are now on sale for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. It will take place from 7 p.m. to midnight on the following dates in 2019. So in November, uh, it is starting November 8th. So we have the 8th, 11th, 12th, 14th, 15th, 17th, 19th, 21st, 22nd, and 24th. And then in December, we have the 1st, 3rd, 5th, 6th, 8th, 10th, 12th, 13th, 15th, 17th, 19th, 20th, and 22nd. And party ticket ranges from $99 to $139 plus tax per adult, depending on the date you choose to attend, and are available for purchase at Disney's website. 
So the price has gone up this year. Last year, I think the cheapest you could get it was $95. $95? Yeah. And they have raised it. You like this one, right? Do you like this party? I like it. Um, having gone to them the last two or three years, um, they are, I believe that they're overselling the parties now. Um, that both, That's the truth. Both the Halloween and the Christmas parties last year were immeasurably busier than they were the year before. Almost to the point where it was not that it wasn't fun. It was just it was there were so many people. It was shocking in a mm-hmm. sense of what you're yeah. expecting for a party. So, um, yeah, I, you know, it depends on probably the date you go. But they don't, you know, I don't think they're a secret anymore. I think everyone is wanting to do these, and Disney's selling more tickets. So, I don't think raising the prices by five dollars a ticket is going to alleviate any crowds. Right. So. Um, do you, do you want to do this again this year? Cause I mean, the, the rumor is that there's going to be a new fireworks show. Right. Um, it, it would be one of those where I think one of us going and covering it would be sufficient. I really do. Yeah. I, I don't see, um, it, yeah, it, it's so hard to get everything done, especially when you go with little ones. It's just one we'll of those things. We'll have two this year now. <laughs> right. And so I just think it, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's worth it for like a whole family, but, you know, go check it out and see what, like if they do a new fireworks show. And I'm sure they'll probably do some more of those overlays on rides that they're starting to do. Mm-hmm. But there's no details in here about right. the party. It's just that you can get tickets now. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll have many nights that will sell out this year as there have been before. I'm so. sure they probably will. All right. Uh, next story is about the new nighttime shows that they've been announcing this year. We have some more details. Uh, it says here that producers reveal more details about the new nighttime shows coming to Disney World and the wonderful world of animation, which is coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios on May 1st. It says this newest laser light and projection show is part of the park's 30th anniversary celebration. According to managing producer Roy Cobble, believe that's correct um he says quote it will be a catalog looking through the wonderful feature animation from walt disney animation and pixar animation studios the visuals are projected on the facade of the suedo um pseudo pseudo excuse me pseudo you're right uh grauman's chinese theater and will take guests on a 90-year journey through disney animation cobble says that 12-minute show tugs at the heartstrings from romance to adventure uh, films set to be featured in the show include Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Sleeping Beauty, The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Hercules, The Emperor's New Groove, Lilo and Stitch, Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, Cars, Wreck-It Ralph, Frozen, Big Hero 6, Zootopia, Moana, and Coco. He says, according to uh, Cobble, at some point there will be a mention of every feature animation film ever produced by Disney and Pixar. Whoa. So that's something. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot there. And then there is Awakenings. Lion King. Uh, this updated show at Animal Kingdom begins Memorial Day weekend to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the Lion King and remake set to hit theaters July 19th. The 145-foot-tall man-made tree of life turns into a storytelling canvas with state-of-the-art projection technology. Currently, four different Awakening shows are presented each evening. The newest show will be fe- will be following Simba's journey. According to Shaw Slater with Disney Parks Live Entertainment, You'll see visual highlights of Simba's journey, all of those moments from being born and presented to going off to live with Timon and Pumbaa, to finding Nala again and find and taking his rightful place as king. 
Uh, all of those little beats will play out visually. It says the four-minute show will run several times each night and is scheduled to play through the end of September. Uh, then we have Epcot Forever. I don't know why. Every time I see Forever, I think of Sandlot when it says Forever. Yeah. That's what I think of. Uh, with Illuminations Reflections of Earth ending its 20-year run at Epcot this fall, but a new Illumination show set, and excuse me, not set to debut until 2020, the folks at Disney Parks Live Entertainment have come up with a new limited-time run uh, show called Epcot Forever. The show will celebrate the history of the park with familiar songs, fireworks, lasers, and lighting effects. Listen for songs from both current and former attractions, including favorites like One Little Spark from Journey into Imagination and Magic Journeys from that attraction. Cobble, who is also producing this show, says that while Pyro is the star, they need to make sure that the music they're creating will complement the payoff that their guests will be seeing. Also part of the show are new special effects enabled kites that are capable of airborne cinema, or excuse me, choreography. Uh, the kites will be controlled by eight two-person teams of performers aboard jet ski-like personal watercraft well, uh, who will not only fly the kites but also create enough wind to keep them in the sky. As to the new Illumination show coming in 2020, the creators are asking themselves, what can we do to really blow people away? According to Slater, the unnamed show will feature immense floating set pieces, fireworks, LED panels that are huge, and other special effects and lasers. Slater continues, the big floating set pieces will have fountains on board that do different choreographed things. He says, it's amazing. Yep. So. Um, let's go back up to the top here. Um, we're talking about World of Animation show. Wonderful World of Animation, sorry. Um, they do say that this is not replacing any other show at, at Hollywood Studios. It's just in addition. Right. And said it is possible that Wonderful World of, of Animation, Disney Movie Magic, and Star Wars: The Galactic Spectacular will also will all be presented the same night. Which is uh, weird, right? <laughs> it's a lot going on, and Fantasmic it's, on its own. It's own place. almost like they're trying to draw people out of Galaxy's Edge. Well, eventually. it's not. I mean, but it starts in a couple weeks. So I know. I'm just. I think they're just adding more stuff into the park for people to do sure but yeah but another it's, it's to me another nighttime show is is that do we need that <laughs> I, I mean or, I, or replace it with something i don't right care i assumed it. when we heard about it initially that it would be replacing something and since it's not um yeah i don't know i, I mean i think given that park there i think they're just trying to have more and more stuff in the park for people to do in general now, is this going to draw, like, once Galaxy's Edge is open, is this going to draw people out of Galaxy's Edge to come see this show? Probably not. No. I, I still think, or I'm wondering if Galaxy's Edge is going to have its own sort of nighttime show in there. I would assume it would, eventually. Maybe not right away. I was just thinking about that. But eventually, I would think so. Um, they do that at Universal with the Hogwarts Castle. Right. Yeah. And Disney's got the projection technology to do some pretty cool stuff, I would assume, but I don't know right. what they would project it onto or what you know what it would be. But yeah, or maybe that doesn't fit into the land if they're trying to be really realistic. Maybe not. But we'll see. Should be cute. Um, Awakens Lion King thing. I didn't know they were redoing this, but it's only four minutes and it, and it runs a lot, so I mean, you can catch it anytime. It's you're... basically an advertisement for the new movie, exactly. Movie, essentially, <laughs> and then Epcot Forever. <laughs> Funny enough, is not forever. 
it's going it's going to it's going to end <laughs> well this is funny um they I, d- i'm surprised they just I, I guess maybe they're just trying to give something new at epcot for people to go see uh, my assumption is to help draw crowds away from galaxy's edge and get it spread it out a little bit because i'm a little yeah. surprised they wouldn't just basically keep illuminations until 2020 when they have the new show ready so it's kind of weird um, having this in between show other than it gives epcot some new thing to draw people over there that's the only reason i can think of right yeah and they unless did- something was is or was wrong with illuminations maybe they were having major issues with they did uh, confirm this was yesterday for us that illuminations will be ending on september 30th and this epcot forever show will start on october 1st it's just yeah. determined of how long that will last into 2020 when the new illuminations is ready um but the new show sounds pretty cool it sounds like they're going to take similar elements from rivers of light we talk about the fountains and and doing the floating set pieces like that sounds it sounds similar very my guess would be a lot of those elements maybe they have perfected now and are going to put mm-hmm. it into this show because yeah for those that don't know like rivers of light was a initially going to be this pretty like amazing show it was going to have all sorts of floating water pieces and all sorts of stuff and it apparently in testing it just never worked and so mm-hmm. they pared it way down to have what you have now so yeah i wouldn't be it seems like a lot of those stuff will show up in the new show hopefully it will work i mean the water the watercraft thing seems the kites yeah interesting i'll be curious to see how that plays out but yeah i'm excited i really am excited i like new new nighttime shows so you know bring it on well yeah until recently they haven't had a whole lot of new nighttime shows i mean happily ever after showed up in what 2017 uh yes yeah i believe so yeah because it it started playing right after we left in 2017 now let's just bring back a nighttime parade to to magic kingdom and jamie will be happy i know (laughs) i i I keep thinking for the 50th they're going to do it but maybe they're not (laughs) i think they have enough problems not to go into much of a tangent but i think they have too many problems with congestion alone with fireworks it's a valid point like you know how long has it been since they had a parade like it's been a couple of years at magic kingdom and in those couple of years the attendance level has grown like drastically right oh uh, so i don't know all right let's move on uh we've got another something's returning to animal kingdom that they started last year uh, yeah, the tasting sampler returns to Animal Kingdom and uh, debuted last year and is back for spring 2019, but requires a higher spend, shockingly. Oh. The offer last year got you $35 worth of food for $30 and preferred seating for one guest at the second showing of Rivers of Light. For 2019, the deal is a little bit more complicated. The sampler costs $50 and includes two digital value cards, one $50 card that can be used at over 40 outdoor food and beverage locations throughout the park and does not expire, and a, t- and a bonus $10 card that can be used at the following cook service restaurants after 5 p.m. from April 12th through 22nd, and it is the Restaurantosaurus, Pizza Safari, and Pizza Safari family-style dining, Flame Tree Barbecue, Satuli Canteen. And at each of the outdoor food and beverage locations, you can use a $50 card purchase to uh, to purchase anything on the menus. 
And it says the tasting sampler can be purchased uh, from today through April 22nd at noon and can be used at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park during regular operating hours. When you purchase a sampler, you'll receive the email for each digital value card. Each email has a barcode and can be added to your digital wallet or on your mobile phone and scanned at most food and beverage locations throughout the park. Okay, so the so you get a fifty dollar card and then you get a ten dollar bonus card, but the ten dollar bonus card has to be used within the twelfth to the twenty second of April. But the fifty dollar one, it has just has to be bought by the twenty second, and then you can use it after. It seems the fifty dollar card does not expire. It doesn't expire. Does okay. not expire. Okay. Yeah, I mean essentially you're getting like a ten dollars for free for doing it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Good idea, bad idea. Would you want to do this? I mean, we'll be there during this time so we could buy one. I don't know. I mean, it's never really struck me as something to do. See, this is something that strikes me more to do at like Epcot. Like if they offered it like during um, the food festivals. Maybe. But I don't know if they yeah. do that. But I, I mean, you know, Animal Kingdom is actually a pretty underrated food park. It really does have some really good right. food options. Um, I, you know, maybe something to try and see. The thing is, it's just a lot. Of, like, I mean, granted, fifty dollars or sixty dollars of food at Disney World goes quickly. It's not like, you know, yeah. normal. You know, outside the parks, but possibly it depends on you know what's going on and stuff. But we might try this out and see if it works. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm sure it works. See how no, it, how, how good you it like is. it. Yeah. yeah, I would like to try more restaurants and stuff there animal kingdom because like you said before in previous shows there's a lot of times we go to animal kingdom and it's just so hot that we'd rather have like a lot of cold stuff or you know cold drinks or whatever and we don't really get that hungry yeah and honestly at least we don't tend to well and with me too you know it, when animal kingdom it comes down again it's not that animal kingdom isn't fun and has stuff that i like doing it's just there's not as much as the other parks. And so a lot of times it comes down to you've got a lot of stuff done. And then would I rather eat at Animal Kingdom or would I rather go to, say, like a Disney Springs or go to, like, another resort and eat? And typically I'd much rather go other places to eat than be in Animal Kingdom to eat mm-hmm. a lot of times. So that's a lot of the thinking that sometimes goes into that. But, you know, we might give that a try. Okay. All right, well, that's available if you guys want to take advantage of that. Uh, next story we've got on the list is uh, another Animal Kingdom story. This is about their, uh, basically, it's celebration of Earth Day. I don't know how else to say it, but basically, Earth yes. Day stuff. Uh, it says, have a roaring good time at Party <laughs> for the Planet at Disney's Animal Kingdom. This is a Disney Parks blog article, so I like when Jared reads those. <laughs> Whoever they write, they're like, do you have your thesaurus? All right, <laughs> right. let's start writing. Okay. Uh, so who's ready to celebrate? In just a few weeks, Disney's Animal Kingdom will be hosting its annual Earth Day celebration party for the planet. April 20th, 20th through 22nd, during this special three-day event, guests are invited to explore, engage, and connect with the magic of nature through family-friendly experiences and special offerings. Uh, it kicks off the moment you enter the park, as no guest will be able to miss a larger-than-life marine debris sculpture celebrating Disney nature penguins on display in the Oasis. The fun continues throughout the park with unique character appearances, special entertainment, and commemorative photo opportunities available with Disney PhotoPass photographers. Um, so throughout this special weekend event, you can meet some of our amazing animal care experts, animal educators, 
Do they educate animals? Uh, cons- conservation <laughs> experts to see firsthand how Disney cares for animals and works to save endangered species worldwide. Watch animal feedings and training experiences, especially planned for party of the pla- for the planet, to learn how our keepers care for some of your favorite animals. It says looking for a unique experience during the party. Take a journey through tales of adventure and cuisine through Tiffin's Talks, a special dining experience, April 20th to 22nd from 1 to 3 p.m., featuring the beloved creative force behind the concept, design, and build-out of Disney's Animal Kingdom, while Disney Imagineer and portfolio expert Joe Rohde. Join Joe for a unique conversation as he regales... That's a good word, right? Regale. I like to use that in my personal life. <laughs> um, with you, as, with stories from his travels through a delectable four-course lunch featuring global dishes, desserts, and specialty beverages. Space is limited. Pricing for this dining package is $199 plus tax. And then it says guests are also invited to meet Joe Rohde at Mombasa Marketplace, 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. April 22nd, or excuse me, April 20th and 22nd. Well, he will be on hand to sign his own unique artwork, a commemorative lion print that will be on sale throughout the event while supplies last. A wristband is required to meet Joe Rohde, and you can see more details. They have a webpage on here, and you can see all this in the show notes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as of all the fun activities happening for Party of the Planet weren't enough, on Earth Day, April 22nd, there will be a full assortment of the Lion King merchandise available at Mombasa Marketplace. You can feel free to... You can feel the love, get it, and take home so many souvenirs like the adorable Simba mug, Hakuna Matata spirit jerseys, this roaringly cute Simba youth baseball hat, or one of the many new items recently released and added to the collection. And they've got pictures of all this. I don't really care for those spirit jerseys. I agree. I don't think they're that great. I mean, yeah. Just a black shirt that says Hakuna Matata, essentially. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? Oh, the Tiffin's talks with Joe Rohde. That'd be kind of. I mean, like that'd be kind of interesting. He's an interesting guy. He's a very be, interesting I mean, guy. I'm sure listening to him talk about all the places he's gone and this and the stuff he does, it would be. I'm sure it'd just be one of those things. It'd be fun to just be able to just sit and listen to him talk. Oh my gosh, he's he mean like, Animal Kingdom is his baby. Right. And I mean, he tra- like all the time he he travels like around the world constantly and yeah, absorbing all of the cultures. He's and got stuff, a he's so. got a rough life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. No guys like that that travel around that would be yeah, it'd be fun to listen to. Now, yeah, two hundred dollars per person is is a high price tag, but you do get food with it. I think it's a four course meal. So you know, on top of being able to, I don't know how many tickets are selling for this. I don't know how intimate this is. I'm assuming it's. You know, not super intimate. I'm sure it's not you and like, I don't know how many. I'm sure it's selling. I'm sure it's not you and like ten other people. I'm sure there's plenty of people in there. Oh sure, um, he but, probably has a microphone. that's gonna talk the whole thing. I'm assuming. The one would assume. Yes. One would assume. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's cool. The, the party of the planet stuff. Um, if you're interested in all of that, that runs for three days over Easter weekend, basically. So Easter and Earth Day. Yeah, I didn't find on? the wording that was funny about how they said there's a debris sculpture when you enter yes. the park, and they're like, the fun continues. I'm like, is that fun? Uh, um, <laughs> they they have the same kind of thing at Epcot. No, I know, but it's just funny. It's like it's the like, debris sculpture. Here's from trash. Have fun. <laughs> it's like, okay, thank you. Yeah. There you go. All right, so let's move on. Next story is another Disney Plus series coming. 
Yeah, just announced uh, Monsters at Work is coming to Disney Plus in 2020. And it says there's breaking news at a, at a Monstropolis this morning. Disney Plus has just revealed a monstrous, they are using that word a lot, uh, lineup of actors who are leading, lending their voices to Monsters at Work, the new animated series inspired by the world of Disney Pixar's Academy Award-winning film Monsters, Inc. Billy Crystal and John Goodman will reprise their beloved characters, Mike and Sully, when the series premieres on the streaming service in 2020. The series for families picks up six months after the events of Monsters, Inc. The Monsters, Inc. power plant now harvests the laughter of children to fuel Monstropolis. After all, laughter does generate ten more times energy than screams do. Uh, We'll follow a new monster, Tylor Tuskman, voiced by Superstore's Ben Feldman, an enthusiastic and talented mechanic on the Monsters, Inc. facilities team, who dreams of following in the footsteps of his idols, Mike and Sully, and making his way up the factory laugh floor as a jokester. Crystal and Goodman won't be the only familiar voices we'll hear. Keep an ear out for John Ratzenberg, who will be voicing Yeti, and a new character, Bernard Jennifer Tilly, reprising the role of Celia May. Celia. Celia, sorry, Celia May. And Bob Peterson, who in Monsters at Work will voice Roz. Uh, Rose. Rose, excuse me. Twin, twin sister, sister to his original Monsters, Inc. character, Roz? Yeah. Okay, that's, what, that's where I didn't know how they were spelling it. Yeah. Too. And then there's more information in the article you guys can read about like who's involved in the project. But I think this is going to be cute. Really cute. Yeah, I'll be curious to see if they do, if it's like a one-time series thing or if it's going to be like a seasons thing. Oh, uh, like well, some of these I'll be curious about. So yeah, like on, on like on some of the Marvel stuff. Like, are they going to have multiple seasons of uh, like Winter Soldier and Falcon and Loki and uh, all that? You know what I mean? Like, are there going to be just? Is it just kind of a limited I, series thing? I think they'll probably do one and see how it does. Well, <laughs> I'm sure, <laughs> right? And then just go from there. That's what I'm just assuming. I love Monsters Inc. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a fine movie. <laughs> well, Monsters University is also good, and um, I want to meet the I want to meet Mike and Sully at Hollywood Studios. Maybe that'll be cute. Anyway, I'm okay. just going off to Anyway, that's kind of cool to to know. We, we're getting so much information about Disney Plus now. Let's just start it. Let's just debut this, guys. My guys. Yeah, they haven't. I'm curious about the date that this will be, but sometime this year it'll start. They're very busy. Disney's very busy right now. Uh, okay, next story is about hotels and their what they charge for mail, basically. Well, <laughs> and mail stuff, and other mail things. Mail and other things. Uh, it says here, Walt Disney World Resorts now charging handling fees for front desk and in-room grocery deliveries. Uh, for those who enjoy the convenience of using Instacart or Amazon Prime to deliver groceries and other last-minute necessities... Uh, to Disney World Resort hotels, you will now have to uh, have budget in additional expense to the service. According to Walt Disney World Resorts, will now charge a $6 handling fee per order for all in-room deliveries, as well as any package or grocery holds received through the front desk. The mail services tab on the Disney World Resort websites states the following. On receiving mail, guests staying at Walt Disney World Resorts hotels can receive mail throughout their stay, Occasionally, some guests choose to ship items in advance of their vacation to help save luggage space. If you intend to receive mail during your vacation, be sure the letter or package includes the mailing address of your Disney Resort hotel. Clearly features the word guest 
on the front uh, and the date of your arrival. Just please note that a $6 per package handling fee will apply to all packages that are received through the front desk or are delivered to your Disney Resort hotel room. Says for now, the only way to avoid incurring a fee is by meeting your delivery person or cur- courier at the lobby out front. Uh, this change came into effect as of April 1st. Before then, packages received at the front desk could, would incur a $5 handling fee, but now both packages and groceries will, rec- will incur the $6 handling fee. Note that this is not a per bag, but per order fee. Uh, says, yeah, there we go. That's basically it. Um, I think there's a little confusion out there because I've heard multiple um, news sources state this. If you have groceries delivered and it goes to Bell Services... You shouldn't get a fee. There's no fee. Right. And that's what I thought when I read that. Yes. When we were reading this There's article. There's no fee at Bell Services. It's only if Bell Services delivers the groceries to your room. That's that's my understanding as well. I mean, Correct. we're going to test this out in like a couple weeks. So yeah. what definitely the, see. And that. what the difference is, is between like, um, and we've, we had a whole groceries episode that we did. We talked about the difference between Amazon Prime and Amazon Prime Now. So, like, Prime Now offers the grocery delivery. They'll take it to both services. Amazon Prime is a different animal. They will deliver it through the mail, and that goes to the front desk. Right. Correct? Okay. So, the, the, only, the only changes that have occurred as of now is that it's gone up from $5 to $6 for the mail deliveries. And instead of Bell Services just bringing your groceries to your room free, now they charge you $6. Right. Correct. But I believe I so. Okay, yeah. okay. Because there's some confusion with with these with these different news sources. But but again, this is new, so you may you may you know confirm this with your hotel if you're traveling there soon. But again, yeah, we'll check this out when we go there in a couple of weeks at Coronado. Yeah, and my understanding is if you put you know take it to Bell Services, that you'll be fine on the thing, and they'll they'll do that. I mean, they do this all the time. And also yeah. too, you could also just time out and just meet the person down there if you're right. at the resort if you're not yeah. then you may not but um for even for me i mean well yeah. and, and personally speaking having had a couple of issues with bell services and, and i know other people have experienced what you know long delays is i i personally unless you know like one of them they dropped off to our room because we were just gone all day and they just did it we came back and it was there but i would much rather just go down and get my groceries myself you're just cutting out the middle man because yeah. a lot of times like there's been some people that say you know, it took 10 to 12 hours for them to deliver their groceries. But not the case. Just go get them. Yeah. You know, I, I think to me, I would rather do that personally. Yeah. I don't really, I mean, I don't care. I don't care if they, if it, they charge $6 to deliver it. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's not a big thing. $6. I mean, in the grand scheme of your Disney vacation, that's just a drop in the bucket. But right. I, the argument being $5 here, $6 there adds up sure. pretty quickly which i get sure. but you know disney's gonna uh, they're probably looking at that and saying it's a it's a tax on the bell services people to go deliver them because um, it pulls them out of their right area. although yeah. i'm sure that's going to kill tips that those guys would get mm-hmm. normally so i'm sure that probably bell services people aren't super happy about it probably not but yeah so i mean they, they could have been looking at either or maybe they're going to hire somebody that specifically is just going to deliver the groceries. Maybe there's enough of that going on, and they're basically saying, well, okay, we'll just use this to make up for the yeah. extra you know, uh, help we're going to need. Yeah, but I do want people to to 
know that there is a difference when they say front desk and bell services. Yes. That is different. It is, yeah. Yeah. So just make sure you know, bell services, unless they deliver, is free. Yes. You can store your luggage. You can store your groceries. You can do everything there. It's free. Yeah. So, okay. Uh... The next couple of stories are just real quick things that we're just going to mention, not talk about too much. But if you want to go ahead and start with the first one. Uh, Yeah, the game arcade is returning to the contemporary after the Pixar Play Zone run ended on March 30th. That was the kids club, basically the kids club thing that they replaced all the other kids clubs with um, at contemporary. And I'm guessing it didn't do too well if they are ending it. Seems so. So. Uh, there is an Aladdin sneak peek coming to Walt Disney Presents beginning April 19th. Also along those same terms, the Lion King trailer, or the extended one, came out today. Right. Did you see it? I didn't watch it. No. It, it kind of makes me sad. It didn't... There wasn't really one, any of them talking until the very end. They showed uh, Timon and Pumbaa. But again, I've said it before about the live actions. It's not really live action. It's just a different form of animation. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. It's kind of a different form of animation. My whole thing on them the whole time has been, you're basically rehashing, it's the same story. Yeah. I don't know. To me, I just look at them as kind of like, okay. Like, I mean. Well, we all know how Jared feels about live action remakes in general. So. I just, I like creativity. This is the only way to do talking animals that aren't animated. Yeah. And do you this realize, do, do you realize, by the way, talking animal movies are basically you don't do them like they're usually a bad sign like air bud like think how many you good mean live action talking yes how too? many good live action animal talking movies can you name that were good homeward bound that's not the incredible that's, journey but that's, that's live action and those and those were talking animals but that's more nostalgic i doubt that movie is like solid it just is emotional. It's so good. I know you love it. But I I'm just do. saying, typically talking animals in movies, like Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> I'm just saying, the the genre <laughs> in which this so movie is being made, I'm sure it will make money and I'm sure people will love it. I'm just saying, typically this isn't the realm you want to go down movie making road, which is, hey, let's have animals talk the whole time. I think Mr. Ed would disagree with you. Again, it's Mr. Ed, and that was, like, what, the 60s? 50s, it sounded like that. Right. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Mr. Ed. Because there's going to be no humans in the movie. Right. Unless they randomly put a person in there, but... That wouldn't make sense. One would not think so. No. But, yeah. All right. Well, the next one. You want to go on? Uh, so, let's see. Sophia the First is leaving Hollywood Studios. She's quitting. She's mad. Um, April, <laughs> she's leaving April 13th and Fancy Nancy replaces her May 1st. She'll be a meet and greet and she'll be at Hollywood and Vine. Yes. So be on the lookout for Sophia the First being bitter. It's basically they're just, and we talked about this before, they're just filtering out all those older Disney Junior characters out of that area and putting the new ones in. Whenever they eventually put in PJ masks. Do it. I'm not, I'm kidding you right now. Our daughter loves it. It's a, I, I looked into it. It's a Disney thing. It is a Disney thing. Um, that's going to be pandemonium because apparently that is like insanely popular. Because oh I've seen gosh. like tons of places where kids are like obsessed with PJ Masks. Obsessed. I went and got um, her um, Easter, basket, Easter, Easter basket stuff yesterday. And the whole section, there's a section of like Minnie Mouse. And then there's trolls and there's different characters. The PJ Masks section, section was like completely ransacked. 
yeah. like almost completely gone. I was like, <gasps> I get it. I mean, for those that don't know, it's basically kids that are superheroes that fight like silly criminals. But it's funny because it appeals to both boys and girls, right? Which is sometimes hard to do with like with younger characters like that. Usually, girls are more into the princessy stuff and the girly stuff, and then boys are into the superhero stuff. This just kind—I of, don't know—it appeals to both of them, I guess. It seems so because it's very popular. Especially in our house. <laughs> yeah. So once I I have a feeling that, or I would think that's going to be coming to Hollywood Studios soon because that's that's I don't an, even know that's an easy win if you want something that people you, are going to well people have been asking for yes, at least a year like and it, it's a newer show but the minute they put in there like that's that's an easy win for Disney yeah okay what's the next one Bo Peep meet and greet is coming to Toy Story Land this summer I think we that was a rumor was a rumor we talked about so she's. It's confirmed, but we just don't know where. I'm guessing Toy Story Land and, and basically where, maybe where but Woody is. Maybe they'll re- replace um, Bo Peep with, or put her in Jesse's place and then move Jesse to Buzz's. I don't know. There's I'm, not a lot of places to put meet and greets there. Right. I. Hmm. Yeah, where it would go would be interesting. Unless they're just going to give more like well, Woody and Jesse, then they're going to space that out to where it's not always just Woody and Jesse there. They're going to have to put her with Woody though, right? Because she's not a popular enough character to draw as many people as they would like. But Woody is. I think they would put them together. Yeah. Anyway, and then the last last of the stories. Uh, the Grapefruit Parking Garage is opening April sixteenth at Disney Springs. Good old parking garage. You park your car in the Grapefruit Parking Garage. Off of um. Buena Vista Drive. So there is a pedestrian bridge that takes you from the the garage over to the marketplace area. So it was needed. You mean they, did, they didn't want to just leave people to cross the road by themselves? No, they Could didn't. Have been a, they didn't. Could have been an issue. <laughs> but they needed the parking there because the parking garages fill up quite a bit, especially on the weekends. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for the main news stories today. We've got four rumors going around and the first one i don't know what the source is but it's information about future world and what might be coming and um i couldn't find any other information about these particular things they're talking about so i'm marking it as a rumor for right now yes yes uh it says permanent future world that's what i call i'm gonna call it future world <laughs> Little dude's future. Future world. Future world. <laughs> um, permanent future world festival center in Beer Garden, New Starbucks, Water Maze, and more uh, could be coming to Epcot for what's being called on here Project Gamma. Uh, it says, well, a new entrance area, experience center, and more has already been announced for the massive overhaul of Epcot. Disney has remained qu- quiet about the future of Innoventions Plaza and center of future world since showing off some very early concept art at the 2017 D23 Expo. Um, and so there's in this article, there's some images you can see, but um, there's an overhead map of what it possibly could look like, how it will be laid out. But uh, it says, Innoventions West uh, could be bulldozed, or will be, it says will be bulldozed, as will the Fountain of Nations in Penn Central. The demolition of Innoventions West also means the demise of Club Cool, the Epcot character spot in the Art of Disney store. Innoventions East is set to be only partially removed, leaving electric umbrella and mouse gear remaining. 
A new path to the left of Electric Umbrella will lead guests to the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster and the Play Pavilion more quickly from the park entrance when both open in 2021. Replacing Penn Central in the Fountain of Nations will be an Epcot garden area accompanied by a permanent beer garden. Speaking of permanent, a new custom-built structure will be home of the, or excuse me, to the Epcot Festival Center, a place for various events that are part of the now four annual events hosted at the park. With the popularity of the festivals, a dedicated bridge over this site of Future World will extend from near Spaceship Earth to the main entrance of this new festival center. Uh, new standalone structures will also be erected for Starbucks and various character meet and greets. This particular meet and greet facility should be a new home for Mickey and the gang, while Big Hero 6 and Inside Out characters will go elsewhere. The final component is a trail called Journey of Water leading down towards the seas with Nemo and Friends Pavilion. This trail will reportedly consist of a number of water features and will also be child-friendly maze. Ex- will be a child-friendly maze experience. Says Disney has yet to announce any of the offerings, but is expected to do so at the 2019 D23 Expo or sooner. So we shall see. But apparently, Project Gamma also includes the yet to be announced two and a half year refurbishment of Spaceship Earth. Ah, okay. Um, a lot of interesting possibilities here. I do like that they are making a dedicated festival center. They're not just using the old um, uh, Wonders of Life pavilion, which I know, I mean, they're repurposing it to make it the play pavilion thing. Um, But that's, I I like that they're making a dedicated space for it. And a bridge from Spaceship Earth to the Epcot Center? Did you you see that? Well, they're trying, you know, it makes sense on some degree to try and and bridge that gap of the festivals to when you first enter Epcot because there is that you know that is a good point when you first enter Epcot now you're you know you're hit with you know with Flower and Garden you're hit with topiaries and see all this stuff for it and then you keep going and you don't see it for you gotta go a ways before you see it so having a good point having a way to bring that either forward more or a dedicated way of saying head here for the festival makes sense because then there's gonna be a little bit more streamlined experience for like you know especially people that don't that aren't familiar with epcot right and yeah i didn't think about that except that there's a ton of people especially during the festival time that they just they don't even want to stay in future world they just want to go straight to world and it could help with crowd levels too just yeah not having people congested in the middle so much that people just basically just heading over where you know they don't want to go to future world or any other stuff they just head straight back to festival center i'd really like to see this i would um and then what was the other thing that they were talking about? Oh, the the water thing. Yeah, um, journey of water. That's it. That's an interesting addition. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm guessing it'll go through the area which Adventures West is in now. I mean, it's gonna have to. So if you walk in the park, you'll just go to the right, and where Adventures is now, it's gonna be something else. The water thing. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. And it's child friendly. That that makes me happy. Um, yeah. What's other changes? But you're excited about the beer garden. Beer garden. I yeah. I mean, uh, stuff like that would be would be cool. Beers. We'll What's see. Beers? You know, they they didn't list a source or anything or right. Anything. That's why like, this is still a rumor. But. I mean, I I still think D23 is going to see mostly stuff about Epcot be announced, with the potential of. I still say the potential of a new park being announced. But not started on construction for a while. Uh, 
I don't know if they'll announce a new park this year. I really don't. Know. I, I don't know either. I, I yeah. I've thought for the last couple of years that we're going to see one, but maybe you know it's still a little ways off. I'm surprised that Universal hasn't announced one yet, with all the land they've been buying up. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, let's move on to the next rumor about Mickey's Runaway Railway. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I can't say that. I can't say it. It's a terrible name. That's a terrible name. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah, (laughs) apparently the rumor here is that the opening date has been pushed to 2020. Uh, It says here that it appears that Disney could miss the fall 2019 projected opening date for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Uh, Sources indicate that the opening has been pushed back from fall 2019 to early 2020 at this time. Disney has been somewhat hesitant to loudly announce fall 2019. Disney's latest blog post about uh, the 30th anniversary of Hollywood Studios failed to mention a date or even a season. If you're looking for an official opening date, you have to venture into a page on Disney's website that lists the various projects Disney has planned for the resort. Uh, And they got it. In this article, there's a screenshot showing it. It just says fall 2019. Uh, All official information for Disney still indicates a fall 2019 opening time frame. As such, the information contained in this post is about 2020 opening time frame should be treated as unofficial and unless Disney uh, Disney itself confirms it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I thought this was going to be open already by May. That's what I assumed. I assumed that they would try to, to get it open before Galaxy's Edge and it looks like it won't happen. I still feel like if they have to have people, I mean, if this is just bare bones of a ride they, that you would assume Disney's wanting this open terribly bad by the time Galaxy's Edge opens. Yeah, and it's a unique situation too because um we can't see the construction. It's all inside, so we there's there's no way to like <laughs> be able to keep track of like progress. I mean like right. we it could be delays, it could be another reason, we don't know. Could be so, haunted. It could be Don't say that. Could be a ghost in there. Don't, don't put that in people's minds. Ghosts well, are scary. Listen, they can't open until they get, ri- get rid of the ghost, and it's fine. But it could be haunted. You never know. I mean, could be gremlins in there. Stop. Gremlins are not ghosts. Well, gremlins associate with ghosts. What? They're one and the same. They are not. They're in the same family. You've ne- Have you ever seen gremlins? Have you ever seen a ghost? I have. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Go on to the next... Uh, you married me. Go on to the next rumor. Uh, DuckTales to replace Agent P in the World Showcase Adventure Attraction. Yeah, Agent P's been there for a long time. I think it's a good move. I like DuckTales. And the new, the new DuckTales is actually good too, so I enjoy it. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Huey, Dewey, and Lewis. Just a rumor. Isn't that it? Huey, Dewey, and Lewis. Isn't that right? Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Louie, sorry. And that's... Is that DuckTales? That's, so. Those are his nephews, right? I believe. Yeah. Wow. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> I, I don't even know. It's terrible. Our daughter's not into that cartoon yet. No. I've only seen clips, so if I get that wrong, don't don't write at me. Well, you can. But All right. And the last of the rumors, we're marking this as a rumor because we only had one news source reporting on this, but I believe this is going to be true. I'm just going to put that out there. <clears throat> It's about extra magic hours at Magic Kingdom. Uh, yes, as Magic Kingdom will eliminate evening extra magic hours. So as recently, uh, this, uh, this is from Kenny the Pirate. Yes, Kenny the, the Pirate was saying that it, um, the Magic Kingdom will eliminate late extra magic hours for on-site guests. 
Um, he said, "I want it caught me off guard, so I want to do a bit of research. According to what I'm seeing, it does appear to be true. Here are the details. They basically said they're switching evening to morning. So according to the, his source, the Magic Kingdom will eliminate late extra magic hours beginning October 2019. Um, I had originally been provided early evening magic hours. For no, evening extra magic hours. Evening extra, well, it doesn't really matter. Evening extra magic hours for Wednesdays in October, but I was informed to remove them at a later time. I was wondering why I was given that direction. Then a few days later, I was informed that I should change all the EEMH for morning extra magic hours. I figured that they were just switching around things. Uh, it says, after watching the first full week of Magic Kingdom Park, hours go live officially on Disney's website. There are no more uh, evening extra magic hours listed for Magic Kingdom. Instead, Wednesday and Friday now have morning extra magic hours only. And uh, yeah, so, so far, no official confirmation. Said they attempted to reach out to Disney sources, but no one replied to the emails. And they also saw that when Hollywood Studios had dropped their evening extra magic hours back in November 2016, that there was no official confirmation from Disney World when they did that. Yeah, so apparently the rumor is that no more evening magic hours. I would have to assume that this is correct. Um, October is really jam-packed with a lot of things. The, The Halloween parties... And after hours events, which they, which they didn't have. I don't think they had them last October. Did they? Did they have Disney after hours at Magic Kingdom last year? I couldn't tell I can't you. remember. But with those extra ticket events that where they do charge guests, it would make sense for Disney just to say, you know what, we're not even going to do Wednesdays, which is what they only did last year. It was the only Wednesdays as evening extra magic hours. And just go to the, the mornings. So I can totally see this. Yeah, I mean, Disney essentially has made extra magic hours kind of um, not that great. Pointless. Because, yeah, they've opened it up <laughs> to almost every single, all those good neighbor hotels that they get in on it too. So what used to be sort of like an after hours event is now basically just as packed, or if not more packed, because you get the concentration of all the people that can go to it to either the early morning or, or late night magic hours so you're not really getting any benefit to it other than you're just be able to be in the park or earlier or later than normal yeah so if it was a long-term plan on disney's parts we'd be like let's just spread it out get more people to do it and then we'll charge for the access it's a genius plan if that's what the plan was my i don't know if that was the plan the whole time but they have essentially made these almost useless because it's i remember going to these back in 2013 mm-hmm. and, you and, that, could, and that was just six years ago people five and a half right six years ago. and i remember you know one of them we went to was till two two in the morning i think late and you know it wasn't like the magic it, it wasn't like the after hours where we went in december where there was like nobody else in the park right. but it was like very very uh, like 15 few minutes, people maybe. yeah it, it was much much better time. experience so I, I have seen since they've expanded these out to you know disney's adding on resorts themselves plus they've extended this to all the neighboring ones that they say the good neighbor and they keep adding hotels to that list as well more and more people yep. are just coming to these things so I, I don't really think that i don't know personally i don't really think this is a shock if it's true and i don't right. think it's really a big deal because 
I don't. I would love to see the argument from people saying like they were relying on this because if you really think about it, you're not getting less. It's not like there's less people in the parks during these times anymore. Well, it's interesting because if you look at extra magic hours in general, you've got early morning mag or you've got. I'm sorry, morning extra magic hours for Magic Kingdom, uh, Hollywood. Do you have it for Hollywood Studios? I don't think you do anymore. Um, in Animal Kingdom. And then you have the nighttime, the evening extra magic hours, only for Epcot now, if this is true. They would be the only park doing it. Yeah. Because Hollywood Studios doesn't do it anymore. They have the after hours. Animal Kingdom has the after hours. They don't do evening extra magic hours. So while, you know, people are excited that stay like on Disney Springs resorts or, or even Bonnet Creek now, um, are excited about having those extra magic hours, the availability is decreasing because they're seeing all these opportunities for extra like upcharge events, which they're a business. Of course they want to find ways to make more money and stuff. But like Jared was saying, when in 2013 we went, it was like, it was like an after hours event is now like, that's how much busier the park is getting. (laughs) And I remember extra magic hours in the nineties and the park was like dead. Mm-hmm. It was amazing, and th- and that felt like an actual perk. So them taking away extra magic hours literally doesn't mean anything to me anymore. Like I'm like, okay, just means the park's closing earlier. Like yeah. like that that's all it means to me. Um, so I don't know. I've said how I felt about this before about how I hate that they're expanding it, but you know, on Disney's part, it's just a perceived value. You're not really getting the kind like extra magic it's not extra magic it's just it's quote unquote opened later <laughs> right you know what i'm saying like yeah. i don't want to be cynical about this but this is it's just literally what it's become that's what it is right and you know i think now they've proven the concept of after hours being something people will buy mm-hmm. and so this feeds into it as well and also too and, and this isn't a separate discussion is you know a lot of the people that were saying Disney should pay the employees more and whatever your stance on that is good or bad, whatever they've decided to do that Uh, with that comes Disney then backtracking, not backtracking, but circling back and going, okay, we have this increased expense. A a business just does not absorb expenses and just go, well, I guess we're just all making less money this year. (laughs) So they're going to circle back and do is go, okay, where are some places that we can shore up any money pits or money holes that we're not making money? And they can say parking here, this, this. So this is Disney going back and basically shoring up places to add additional revenue to cover the additional expenses they're going to have for paying the employees more. So, you know, I've seen a lot of people, not a lot. I've seen some people that were very, very highly advocating for paying the employees even more than what they're, you know, Disney has agreed to pay them. But then at the same time, complaining about when Disney does stuff like rates, prices, or things like that. It's like, well, these things don't happen in a vacuum. Like, it, it's all connected. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it. I got over early morning or late night magic hours long ago when I first, when we started seeing that they, you know, shortly after 2013 is when I started noticing, like, man, it seems like more busy than normal. And then I started looking, doing the math. I'm going, okay, it makes sense because everybody, like, Normally, let's say every park was open until 11 o'clock. You would have people spread out. Some people are going to go Magic Kingdom. Some people go to Epcot. Some people go to Hollywood Studios, wherever. They're going to spread themselves out. 
when parks all close at nine and then magic kingdom says hey from nine to eleven extra magic hours for these amount of people all of those people then congregate on that time which essentially can make it even busier so yeah. it's it's a it's kind of a thing that goes along with disney becoming more popular um and you know the demand is there so they're gonna probably go to more of the paid events so Yep. I, I don't know. I'm not surprised by it. It doesn't really. Me neither. The one thing I will say is, uh, I don't know the part. You know, for people that don't, you know, that just obviously people that love staying on Disney property are going to stay at Disney property. But when you're somebody who's not in the Disney bubble, let's say, or like you know the, you know, you look at Disney and say, I want to stay on property. Uh, the the perks of staying on property are not really all there like they used to be. Um, I mean, used to that. Sweet. This was a big perk mm-hmm. was being able to have these extra magic hours, and then they started spreading these out to all the other hotels around them, well, which dilutes yeah. the whole reason to stay in Disney property. And they haven't seen, you know, the Disney hotels are still full. There's still a large portion of people that stay off property that don't get these perks at all. Like that's even larger than the people that stay on property for sure. Still is. However, like the 60-day fast pass window is not as great as it once was. Right, that's what I'm saying. There's you know, it's so saturated with so yep. many other hotels. So I I do know what you're saying. Transportation though, still a big a, a good one. It is. Um, I mean, you know, flying in property. stuff like that. Again, though, Magic I Express. still think at some degree Universal will start eating into this a little bit because of the pricing, the quality of hotels. And if you go to Universal Studios, there's still perks associated just with staying at Universal Studios hotels. So, mm-hmm. you know, we mm-hmm. talked about on Diz Dudes this week about the All-Star Resorts, and we had a big conversation about this. But I still think long-term, I'm not saying the next year or two, but I think long-term, you could see Universal kind of start edging in this a little bit because people start looking at those hotels going, well, we can stay there for $75 a night and get some of the perks to go to Universal. Uh, still go to Disney, but... You know what's the you know what's the I, I guess what's the the draw to say Disney over Universal if you're not someone who's just immersed in Disney, mm-hmm. which is a lot yeah. of people. You know. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do think this is this is going to end up being confirmed by Disney. Either we just find out that this is actually happening, or they actually say it. I don't know. They may. I don't. They may not. To say me, it. I don't think they'll say it. I think they'll just. Slowly phase it out. If they didn't say it about Hollywood Studios, why would they say it here? Yeah, because if they say it, they're going to have a bunch of people get mad. Yeah. To be fair, they didn't say it. They stopped doing it Hollywood Studios because there was really nothing to ride back then. Right. I mean, they had closed everything by that point. Anyway, so all right. Well, that's uh, it for the news and the rumors today. Do you anything else you want to add? I know this. We've talked a lot about stuff today. Um, The only thing I'll, I'll add is it'll be interesting. I say when and not if universal does their own sort of magical express like offering to, t- um, to pick you up from the airport and take you back to the airport with their hotels i i feel like eventually they will do this when when and if they do that i'll be very curious to see how that possibly could affect disney you know i listened to another podcast how dare you <laughs> this is years ago actually that they talked about this. They talked about Universal creating their own. And they say that um, one, I don't know what company, maybe Mirrors? Mirrors is maybe? the main one down there. Maybe it's it's Mirrors. They 
they have a deal with Universal. And so Universal gets like a cut. You mean Disney? No, Universal. Universal gets a cut. With, I think it's Mirrors for doing like a Magical Express type thing where they they transfer you from the ho- airport to the hotel. Oh, for people to pay for it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's what they have. So well, they may at have. At the time when I listened to this, it, you know, according to what they were saying, it didn't make, made, didn't make sense. But yeah. I, I, th- I feel I, like if yeah. they were to offer that, people looking and deciding between Disney and Universal, it would be a. People, a lot of people may just be like, oh, Universal's got newer hotels and they do the same thing. Like, I think you get a lot of people that would go to Universal, at least to try it out. Maybe. Take, maybe I, I mean, Universal is not any cheaper when it comes to their parks, but they don't get the bad press that Disney does about raising prices. True. So, a lot of people would probably be willing, they get mad at Disney or they just look at Disney and say, oh, that's, that's insane. And yeah. they just go try Universal. But I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Yep. All right. Well, um, I guess we should talk about some other things like um, our Facebook group, Capture the Magic Community. Don't forget to check that out. Uh, Very active, awesome group of people. And it's growing like crazy. So we appreciate all the interaction in there. And check check out our YouTube channel, Capture the Magic. We do podcasts, vlogs, posts. um, Let's see what else. What else do we post? Clips. Um, reviews. Jared's rant corner. Jared's rant corner. Although that is going to become a thing, it will for sure become a thing. I've had some people tell me they want me to do it. Jared rant corner. I it think they do very well. May not make any sense, but. <laughs> and uh, Club Thirty Two. Jared. Uh, yeah, this is our private club that uh, we started to basically. We, we had a lot of people asking us to do additional content and all sorts of stuff, which we love doing, but it just takes you know, time and energy and, and stuff that do that. So the club uh, allows us to help cover costs and do those extra things. And the members of that club get that additional content. So uh, you can do yearly or monthly options. If you get the yearly option, you get a free t-shirt. Uh, you're going to get the audio guides we're coming out with, um, you know, in the where there's a private Facebook group. We do uh, Diz Dudes live in Club 32. So you can be a part of those episodes, chime in and give your comments. And, you know, we'll ask the group to, to help contribute to those. You get early access to episodes, to vlogs, uh, behind the scenes stuff. There's going to be a bunch of live streams we're going to do uh, next week when we're, we're going down to Florida for two weeks. You'll get a bunch of live streams from in the parks or just whatever. So, uh, yeah, it's ctmvip.com if you're interested in that. And uh, check it out. And speaking of um, the next two weeks while we're in Florida, our news episodes may sound a little different um, since we'll be recording the first one will probably be at Jeremy and Rhonda's house. The second one, we are thinking of playing with the maybe maybe recording in one of the parks. Not sure how that's going to go. So it, it will be kind of a special edition news episode-ish Something. for the next two yeah. weeks. Also, um, since we're going to be in Florida, uh, in the shop, we're not going to be able to ship any orders. So while we are gone, uh, we're going to run a sale. In oh, the yeah. shop. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be the we're out of town sale. So we're town while sale. we're gone, you can get shirts a little bit cheaper, and then we will get those out to you once we get back. So if you don't need shirts immediately, you can get a pretty good deal. There you go. And so we'll have some. Um, by the time you hear this today, we'll have the new Dole Whip Good shirt out. Dole Whip Good. I, I, and, we're, I, and we're adding uh, tank tops yes. by how popular demand. I've had Many numerous, questions. numerous people <laughs> hit me up about this. So we're, we finally have added tank tops. And I also added some like 
cut off sleeve women's shirts, kind of a hybrid between tank tops and t-shirts. So mm-hmm. you have multiple options and we can also do um, like youth sizes as well. So I'm getting those, I'm getting the youth sizes on the site, but we can do it. So if you order one, you just have to message me and let me know, let us know if you want the youth sizes on those. Very good. All right. Well, that's it for today. Thank you, Jared, for all of your talking. You're welcome. <laughs> and thank you everybody for watching or listening. And as I always like to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye.